Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ladies and gentlemen, two men from opposite ends of the physical, cultural, and emotional spectrums. Flats and Shanks. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 10 of our weekly podcast. I'm David Flatman. I'm Tom Shanklin. Hiya Tom. Alright mate. Yeah. yeah, fine thanks. Good. Um, what's on today mate? Well today we are going to cover the internationals from the weekend. Three of them being played, if you count the bar bars. Some do, some don't. Hmm. Uh, Wales, Australia, Ireland All Backs, one effort. You're going to touch on the... Anglo-Welsh. Very briefly on the Anglo-Welsh, we're gonna we're not gonna gloss over it. We're gonna we're gonna gloss over it. So we can spend a little bit more time talking about the international stuff. And we've got a special guest, haven't we, Tommy? We do, we do. Um, he answered the phone to me and said, "Yes, he'll come and do it." Uh, he's won 99 caps for Wales and one against the Barbarians. Played for Pontypridd, Cardiff Blues, three Lions tours. Greedy. Um, retired in 2007 after Wales exited the World Cup. Uh, losing to Fiji, but quick chat with Warren Gatland, who was newly appointed Welsh coach, and £15,000 in unmarked notes <laughs> made, uh, made a surprise return <laughs> made a surprise return to Wales, and along with Tom Shanklin, played a key part in the 2008 <laughs> Grand Slam winning team. It's Martin Elwin Williams, MBE. <laughs> oh, AKA Nugget, welcome, yeah, Nugget. Good morning, boys. That's two caps against uh, the Barbar Shanks. Oh, was so it? Do your research, oh, mate. Yeah, mate. So it's 98 plus two. Wikipedia. And I can't believe you boys have lasted 10 episodes. That's a great effort. I know, it's, it's, I know. Uh, the reason we've lasted is because we're self-funded and we put no money into it. You. Literally, not, we're not losing any money because there isn't any money. No, it's 12, 12 is our maximum. No, I mean, we it, start running out. Yeah. This is it, boys. This one of, uh, you know, life's boxes ticked. Yeah, Shanks Firstly, and congratulations. Show. Thank you very much. But you weren't, um, you were a bit underwhelmed upon arrival here, weren't you? We're, I was, we're, mate. I yeah. walked into the reception here. There was no one to meet me. There was, no, there was a coffee when I eventually found you guys but uh, and it's just the two of you I thought this would be you know a huge production with all, all sorts all of people and all singing and dancing but you've got Shanks who is incredibly impressive on the technical aspect and 
Flats is just bringing, I know everything about Flats is just bringing the bants and the pretty face because he's it. just sat there and Shanks is running around. I know everything about like, history on the computer, the lot. Yeah, I'm, a pr- I'm an expert in that. But you're you're surprised with Shanks's techie know-how, aren't you? I am, and because I haven't really seen him at, uh, at doing all that for a while. But then when we were in camp together, and he was the guy you would, yeah, Mister. I put a couple of videos. Up you would, you would, yeah, some interesting videos actually. Have you, have you heard, just before the movie? Yeah, yeah. Have you heard about Jared Hayne? You know the the league player. That yeah, yeah, he went to the sevens. Fiji, yeah. He's been. He was doing. He was part of a conference uh, in the last couple of days. I think it was in Brisbane or something like that. A part of a conference, and he was like a keynote speaker or a guest or something yeah. about anti-hacking. So obviously, someone paid him to turn up and do a corporate thing. And and anyway, as he's going through, his, someone says, "What we can do is access your phone and go through your phone history, and it just comes up on the oh. screen in front of all these students, some of whom were as young as thirteen, and a load of porn has come up oh, on his screen. It no turns way. out, and it's like, oh my god! It turns out it's not his." And someone at this anti-hacking seminar or whatever it is Disgusting. has hacked into his phone, put all this stuff on for a laugh, so that when it comes up, all these images come up. I think there was—I don't think the images were awful. I think it was just the sort of the header of this housewives, amateur, something like that. Oh. Yeah, like yeah. podcast listeners' wives or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Did you hear about um, Blues have made a new sign in Will's Hullahula? Have they? Yeah, yeah. Had a great game at the weekend. Can you say that again? Can you just say your name again? Say it very quickly. Can you say it? <laughs> what what, are, we, what are his What are his favourite crisps? Hula hoops. <laughs> <laughs> you got in too early there. But but his um and this is this is common news. His brother was arrested in New Zealand for for indecent exposure. I think. Why are you laughing, mate? Um, mate I'm waiting for the punchline. There, no, there is no yeah. punchline. That's why I'm laughing because you're looking at me like there is punchline. But he's been uh, he's been arrested for um, streaking or, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, oh just, well, just a little. That's what you get with me. Insight, just a few facts. Yeah, um, we've. Um, so you noticed when you walked in, Nugget, that um, I'm in my shorts and a like, yeah. a, like a sort of Rocky Balboa hoodie, looking pretty sort of physical. Um, and Shanks, you notice, is in quite a tight t-shirt. And we've we were in the gym this morning, mate. Mate, that's really impressive. I've Where were you? I just thought you you know maybe you're on the dole and you just re- <laughs> dress really really badly flat, but you're in your shorts, you're in your hoodie, Shanks. Has made more of an effort in fairness. Um, I have, you to, you, have you showered? Obviously, you yeah, did. yeah. Flats hasn't no, showered, no, no. which um, he sweat a lot as well. Yeah, but he has, actually, sweat, yeah, actually yeah. can't smell anything. You know, there's no odor at the minute. So it's I don't. I don't good, tend mate. to yeah. get. I don't tend to get smelly. But yeah, we went to the gym uh, early doors about what was it half seven in Cardiff, half five, half four. We went at yeah. midnight we went <laughs> and um, just stayed over and um, so got it done early. But I did a sort of gym session I yeah. haven't done since I played. Did a beach weight session so we did basically bench and did Thomas and Tom, Thomas take that yeah he leading the way yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a Lee Burn special very li- very little CV in there boys no, no doubt no just CV, all, all no. beach mate all beach no yeah. CV lots of reps and um, I'm used to doing CV which I hate and being awful at it and mm. then doing like max lifting with loads of chalk and knee straps and like thrash yeah, 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 like. yeah. Nug trains quite hard he trains down uh, down the road in Cardiff his training partner is uh, Jiffy Jonathan Davis he's, 50, oh, yeah. he's 54 years of age now Jiffy what actually. sort of nick's and he in? He's, he is actually in, he's in good nick he is in good nick it's for, like for, Brennan for, Smith for, for a very old man <laughs> for a very old man he is and he's incredibly competitive is he, he? Um, yeah it's a bit embarrassing mate. he does lift more than me I'm not what? afraid to admit that He's he tiny. Is, mate, mate, I wasn't a gym monkey, no, you know that, no, mate. No. I was all just touch, wasn't I? Yeah. But he, mate, he's very Finesse. competitive for a 54-year-old man. He can't run, just sits on the bike. Um, that's the one thing I could do over you two is run. Yeah. Because mm. I know he can't run. <laughs> <laughs> Let no. me tell you, the man opposite no. me. Shanks mate, it was the highlight of our camps. 
was just sitting and watching Tom Shanklin do a fitness test. <laughs> it was oh, incredible, terrible. mate. Oh, it was... Mate, some of the lanes I had to go in real slow lanes, mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you didn't want to go in that one. No. You didn't want he to be behind like me. It was an Arctic turn in Rambo. But it was... Mate, it was know. good fun. It was good for team good morale, mem- wasn't good it? Memories, That's why mate. I did it. Great memories, yeah. I remember um, Kieran Bracken was quite fit. You know, he was a scum off and he was fit. Shanks were terrible. Uh, I mean, he was fit, terrible. Oh, sorry, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've, we've made that clear. Even when he was young. Even when he was Yeah, terrible at shuttles and stuff. And we're doing shuttles and we just ended up in a group and I remember it was me Shanks Kieran Bracken and Julian White and believe it or not Julian White absolutely spanked it and in the end I remember I remember uh, Shanks and Brax just saying Whitey Whitey come on Whitey <laughs> and White Julian because he could run mine doesn't yeah, he would like think he so could. but he could run yeah, yeah he's right arm right leg wasn't he running yeah yeah he did, didn't go the right ways um Yes, we did a bit of a beach workout, got a pump on, and it, and it felt good. Um, I want to ask you a question, Nugget, kind of. I know we've already started, but before we start, mm-hmm. why are you called Nugget? Mate, it goes back a long, long way, I'd like to say, because, you know, small, nuggety, really hard, hard you know, just what, you know, that, but, it, but it's a little bit more embarrassing than that, really. It's because, um, you know, a little bit racist, because I was ginger, the... Uh, just used to. Well, you know, it's like Shanks, you yeah. know, you know well, both strawberries. Were you born ginger? Or I, you oh, I, no, I was proper ginger, mate. <laughs> I was proper ginger. So you can catch mate, it. Can't oh, you, you can catch it. It is a disease, actually. It's terminal as well. Once you get it, it's not coming back. But, uh, <laughs> mate, I've been in school and Steve Davis was, uh, you know, the main sport of snooker sport. player. Yeah, snooker player was a big sports personality back in the day, wasn't he? Yeah. So. And his nickname was actually Nugget. So one of the kids who used to bully me in school, eh, ginger kid, Nugget. So and it stuck from there, mate. So because oh, yeah. I'm the last laugh now. Yeah, though. exactly. He's also so. called Torpedo, but we won't ask him. <laughs> we won't ask him why. If you tweet we can't us, go oh, there. let's move on. For we that can't one. go there. If you tweet us, we'll we'll tell you why. Yeah. Um, where, where can they get in contact with us, Flats? Uh, you can tweet us. This is a stitch up because he knows I don't know. You can, <laughs> you can tweet us at Flats and Shanks. You can. Email us at contact at flatsandshanks.com. Yes. Got a website, flatsandshanks.com, and we got a Facebook page, Flats and Shanks. So I got it right? Yeah, well mate, done, And mate. that's just all from memory as well. I can, yeah. There's nothing in front of him written down. That's incredible. He just closes his eyes. Yeah. Mate, no notes. It's like, um, I'm stitching myself up a little bit here, but it's like when I arrived to do like COCOM's commentary at the World Cup. And the ITV guys are brilliant guys, yeah. but I think they thought I was a lot more experienced than I was. <laughs> anyway, someone showed me up to my place and they said, we've, what we've done is cleared all this room, like for pitch side of Twickenham, for all your notes. And I was like, oh, no, I haven't got any notes. Any team lists? Well, I know the teams. I know who's playing. I looked on like, looked on Google on that <laughs> yesterday. They're like, so, um, what, and what do you want to put here? I was like, I don't know, uh, biscuits and coffee. <laughs> I've got my iPhone. I put that there. I put my pen there. I haven't got any paper. They were terrified. Yeah, but you're like one of these like real super clever detectives, like yeah, Morse, mate, Morse yeah. or Bergerac, where your head's like a, your head's like a house, and you, and you lock it away in a little it's room not. in a cupboard, and you find it, and it comes back. I've started. I've st- I do. I do take notes now. I do do stuff, but very very. And it was the first game, something like Japan against Romania. And you know, every player. It was. Ever. Yeah, it was. It was kind mate, of. That's just it. Yeah. That's just showing off, flats, isn't it? Yeah. That's that's well, I just learn learn a few names, and then you just say it with confidence, even if they're wrong. <laughs> and yes. you know, you get away I've with it. Try that one actually. Right, so uh, down to business. Ireland uh, beat New Zealand in Chicago at the weekend. Did you watch that nugget? I did, mate. I'll, um, obviously, I was at the next door in the Principality Stadium watching uh, Wales get spanked by the Aussies. Yeah. Rushed back home because it was a uh, bonfire night. Yeah. Quickly 
let off about 20 rockets in my garden so health and safety was totally out the window just to get back and sit in the settee and watch the old uh, bottle of wine and watch uh, I was made some (laughs) serious brownie points there I've never let off so many rockets in my life so quickly so that, that was gone and sat down and to be honest with you, mate, I wasn't expecting too much. I was no. expecting the same old, same old. Yeah. You now New Zealand to win by about you know twenty points. Um, and lo and behold, what a game, mate! What a game! Absolutely magnificent. It was. Um, I've got no no vested interest in Ireland winning or New Zealand winning, no. and I'm I'm. Lots of people automatically support the underdog. I must say, as a sports fan, I quite like dominant teams. I quite like. Liked it when Mike Tyson was knocking everyone out and Lennox Lewis was knocking everyone out. I kind of like those Conor yeah. McGregor heroes. Yeah, yeah. And I like the All Blacks winning every week. It's kind of boring, but I love watching that dominance. And um, I, But it, there was something just completely magical about Ireland beating them at the weekend. And I put the result aside, I mean, they were brilliant. It wasn't any fluke. They were brilliant over the course of the game. But my, my kind of my favourite bits were seeing Irish legends in the crowd and on social media like O'Connell, O'Driscoll... Um, Keith Wood just absolutely loving it and yeah. being happy for their mates you know? we, yeah we were yeah. having a conversation about this and whether other nations you know, past players would be excited about the same result and I think everyone in Wales would, would be pretty excited about I that I think if you beat New Zealand yeah, yeah. you know well, they'd never done it 111 years yeah, they, they, yeah. You know, I think we were the 50s that we last won because I know so you were it. saying to me off air that you were rubbing your hands together when Wales lost because you're still, <laughs> you're still part, we, of, the, you're mate, still part of the 2018 we've still got the record them, yeah. mate because every time Wales play Australia we get on TV again because yeah, they show it. the clip of us exactly. uh, beating the Aussies <laughs> I always say yeah. during, during the World Cup I always just say to Lawrence Dalio and Ben Kay I say god I hope they don't win it yeah. boys. then you're not the only ones mate exactly. I can remember being in New Zealand in 2011 and uh, they were, Sean Fitzpatrick dropped some names here. We were Sean Fitzpatrick and Lawrence were saying exactly the same thing to him, mate. Hoping yeah. Richie doesn't lift that, uh, yeah. that trophy because Especially not twice, mate. It's, it, mate. And it is as an ex-pro, it is difficult, isn't it? Because you do kind of hang on to the past and uh, when they take a spotlight. But I, it was, mate. It was a special, special night. Like, it was a shame, in, mate. I tell you, it'd be good. The two weeks time. Oh, in Dublin, mate, in yeah. Dublin, and in Viva. That That's what place I was going to say. I mean, is it bouncing. too early to be speaking about Irish players on the Lions tour yet, or is it? We have to wait two weeks time. When never too early. When never New Zealand are pissed off. <laughs> mate, imagine being Italy this week. Oh, <laughs> New Zealand are going to play Italy oh, this week, no. aren't they? They're going to get absolutely spanked. Yeah, I, it is early, isn't it? But you know, they haven't done their chances any harm, have they? No, and, and, the co- and the coaches as well. You know, the Farrells, etc. Easterbys. I don't think Joe Schmidt would go with him because Gats is uh, is, mm-hmm. is there. But still, mate, they've they've you know they've had the first strike out of any of the nations, haven't they? What a what a lineup at the start as well when they did that Class number eight. Oh. For you tweeted something like the best photo of the day. I mean, one of the big greatest photo of the week. That, that was so class, you know. It wasn't yeah, all yeah. nasty faces and pumping. It was just sheer class, you know. To come up with that the way they did, it was uh, it, it was perfect. And did you know there was a stat last night? The last time Anthony Foley, yeah, I knew, I knew. Last time Anthony Foley played New Zealand, uh, Ireland lost forty points to twenty nine, and they won forty twenty nine. Have you ever seen like the JFK Amazing. and Abraham Lincoln sort of comparisons about no. the year as they were shot? They're all like about the same amount of time apart. Mm-hmm. Who they were shot mm-hmm. by? Exactly, it's, it's very, very freaky. And yeah, but you still reckon we landed on the moon? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it was, it was a brilliant image. And what, what I liked about Ireland's performance, apart from the fact that it was accurate and successful and they scored lots of points, was that um, two things were that New Zealand inevitably came back. Yeah, and Ireland withstood that and came back themselves. Not like a couple amazing. of years ago when the, uh, New Zealand won in the eighty-second minute. Yeah, no, no one, no one manages in recent times. No one manages to 
weather that storm and come no. back Ireland did May I was like you I think it was 33-29 I think and Sexton goes off they bring a young kid on Carberry yeah. was 20 and they think ah oh, this is Game just over. inevitable but mate they just the last play they did actually to set up the scrum five with Henshaw scored just yeah. Something we can't do as a Welsh backline, mate. They, they passed it along the line beautifully. Zebo put a lovely little grubber kick in, yeah, and just turned the screw. So you often see that an eight picking off the back of a scrum and switching with a, a twelve. So they took him by surprise. Yeah, well, mate. Hen- Henshaw was incredible. Mate, Connor that Murray day. as well. I yeah, Zebo. They were engines. Back. Yeah, CJ Stander. So mate, it was uh, yeah, and uh, no, I don't. Nobody saw that coming, did they? You know, no. it was. Uh, no it was, it was a great. That. It was a great interview by Steve Hansen at the end as well. Oh, it's you know, brilliant! Not putting anything down to no excuses down to injuries. You know they prepared the same. The run of New Zealand wins had to end somewhere. They said they go back to the start. We'll start again. They're not a. You know they'll come back firing and watch out Italy. I think. I, watch, I think watch out Ireland and Dublin. Think, I actually think and Clive Woodward, who you know. Um, Opinions raised there. You. Uh, yeah, he raised me. He's, yeah. uh, he's like a, <laughs> he's like a, he's like a stepmother to me. Um, he's like that uncle you never know. But I, he he came out and yeah. said New oh, Zealand have New Zealand have got carried away with the publicity. I I must say I I don't go along with that. And it's all from the outside. But he's from the outside as well. But I don't go along with that. I I think that the New Zealand press let themselves down a bit when they start painting Checker as a clown. And the New Zealand press has been a bit much lately. They were very humble after the Ireland defeat a couple of days ago. By the way, but I. I think in terms of the players, I don't know the All Blacks players, but the ones you meet along the way, you sort of think they are likely to be cringing at the sort of stuff. Absolutely, like mate. Seeing Checker painted as a clown, the players would hate that. Yeah, what uh, they must have had an incredible drink as well after. The Irish boys. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. And they haven't got a game this week either. Have they? No. Well, they got Canada, haven't they? Yeah, so most yeah. of the first 15 will have it. Yeah, imagine that flight back. From See the picture of Keen Healy, and I think it was Keen Healy and uh, Jamie Heaslip on top of a big building in Chicago. It was like early hours in the morning. Have, I think they're having a cigar and a oh, drink, mate, just think, loving it. Talk he's going to France in the paper. Sorry, today. I've seen Talk that too long. Yeah, CV, his CV apparently is floating around France. Yeah, I think we all did that, did we? But no, Narbonne. I was always thinking Narbonne. I was always thinking Narbonne. Narbonne was it? Nearly went to poop. Mate, I got. Do you know what? I got years ago. I might have done this on the pod already. I can't remember. I got. I think it was Brief. I got a great offer from Brief. Like really good. Yeah. They like offered a, it like a hundred grand. Like no, not that much. All right. No, what did you earn more than that? No. But it was I was twenty one or something, right? Twenty twenty one, and I got a couple of caps. Didn't get many more, has to be said. So they got me at my peak. But they were they put an offer in, and it was after they had sent their final offer that they asked, "Can you sign it and send it back in the next forty eight hours, or it's void?" Yeah. So that was it. And they attached to the uh, email they sent to my agent. Can you also send us some videos of him playing, please? <laughs> they never, they didn't know who I was. Never seen me play. It's like this guy's young. Yeah. You said plays for England. Yep, here's loads of money. And there was, I was, you know, I wasn't earning massive money at Sarries, but I was, I was fine. You know, yeah, young, yeah, yeah. young international. They tripled my money. Just yeah. think, I didn't you know, take it. Just, I'm think, a great just think, now, Flats. Just think, now, think your market value now, pal. What you oh, would be worth, oh, mate? Man. It would. You wouldn't be doing this, especially you know, with that pre-bind. Now I couldn't bind. That's why I retired. That's a pre-bind, mate. Talking about talking about socials. Does any Social team, social stand out for you um, over the years. Oh, we've had a few, mate, haven't we? Together, um, yeah. quite a nice one last Thursday, actually. That was nice in, in London after getting, yeah, after yeah. yeah, 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 in the Gherkin. That was a good do for Melon's, uh, Melon's first testimonial gig, but we 40th were, dinner, 40th, 40th, 40th birthday, <laughs> but maybe what, what about the World Cup? Yeah, 2007, I think that was, um, probably up there, mate, with a, with one of the best, wasn't it? You know, it's uh. You know, when, you, when you're rocking up to the Longchamp, one of the most prestigious race courses in the world, yeah, and you walked into a box, and um, you know, there's champagne there. Some of the boys are from the valleys. 64, some quality, 
you know, lagers and you know, yeah. wet wines and champagnes and you've got Ian Evans and Co. Sweeney yeah. and camouflage t shirts and, <laughs> and cla- classic Welsh boys. You know, we were all sipping champagne initially and then by probably the third racing, about an hour into the meeting, the boys are playing drinking games, mixing champagne and Cronenberg sixteen sixty four. And then we go down the Sean's Elysee the wrong, the way. wrong way with a police escort because the boys are thirsty. <laughs> We've got armed guards with us as well because obviously the World Cup in 07 you have to have some sort of security. So they had like yeah, yeah. they had like a rucksack full of automatic yeah, well, weapons. Yeah. We, we went to uh, what was the show? Lido. Lido on the yeah. Sean's Elysee. So we had all these like uh, honeymoon couples together watching this fantastic show. It's not a strip club, by the way, but it's like a posh strip club. But it was, you know, it was really mm. you know romantic, and you've got a bloody about twenty five meters. Me dead, drunk. So th- this show is going on. Farting, and, oh, it was horrendous, wasn't it? When you look back at it, this show is going oh. on. It's quite arty and stuff. They're dancing. All you can hear across the bars, five sambucas, please. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's turning around, ruining the most romantic weekend of some women. Yeah, yeah. We go on the stage and have a photo with all the girls as well. Yeah, it and was. Then, we won't mention what happened in the rugby after that, but uh, no. the week after. But yeah, good social app. Yeah, really good social. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. I, I'm sure you boys agree as well. You, it's funny the best side you've ever played in, probably the best social sides as well, aren't they? Yeah. You know, mm, so yeah. um, I, I even know I think you know Sally's are renowned for it, aren't they? And they're probably the best team in Europe, and yeah. they enjoy themselves off the field as much as on it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now we've got to cover it, Nug. We've got to talk about Wales Australia. Oh, and to be fair, it was quite tight for you know, till kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> till till the anthem's finished, it was close. Um, <laughs> I, I watched that and I, and I think I think two things uh, I think Australia were way better than I expected after the championship and after the England summer tour um, but Wales were way worse than I uh, thought I mean 12 line breaks Australia made do you know what it could have been 20 they absolutely cut Wales to ribbons do you, do you sort of leave the do you leave the principality on the way home to the fireworks thinking Wales were just awful or Australia were brilliant I don't want to say a bit of both, isn't it? I think um, you know they based the the game for since Gats has you know chunks of the back up here with Sean Edwards for the last eight years. They based their game Wales on defence, and when that's gone awry like it did Saturday, um, you know we went. It, it, mate, that could have been forty points at half time. Yeah, easy. I thought yeah. the scoreline in the end. I know Haley Rob, Paddy dropped. That yeah, ball I know Rob Holly's come out and said you know we went out sleepless nights because the second half was improved, but. You know, in the stadium watching the game, you just that could have been 40, 50, like the dark days, that could have been mm. 40, 50 points. They were good, mate. The ball movement, Foley was on fire. Um, but some of the indivi- individual errors in defence from the Welsh team was just, you know, Jamie Roberts has been a rock for years. He's been he, really good he, for Quinns as yeah, well this year. Yeah, he was making just bad decisions, the forwards were making bad decisions. Just, you know, even they, they just won no aspect of the game at all. So I, I was shocked how. I thought I thought Australia would win because we're always slow starters. But I'm thinking, you know, it'd be one of those tight games again where the boys would play really well. But they they just didn't fire a shot. What, what did Australia they? did though, they set up like offset piece to to break us three or four phases down the lines. So they didn't look to break us initially from you know from the lineup from the scrum. You know, they would go around the corner, then they'd yeah. flash back mm. with Foley and Falau, those two, fl- and they'd have dummy runners. Everyone knew what they're doing. It was like watching a bit of rugby yeah, league. Yeah, yeah, and, and they, they were so. They were so good at their at their block runners and their dummy runners. They were just teasing Welsh players out the line, and then the space was there. They have options mm. on the inside, on the outside. I tell you what made the, made the whole thing worse for Wales was what Ireland did afterwards, because I think you know we were, oh, yeah. everybody had their excuses ready, all the step up to national levels. I, you know, I thought that as well because it is a big step up. But yeah. 
all of a sudden then Ireland do that New Zealand they just made Wales look that performance so that's yeah. as poor as they've been for a long long we, time we've got a question here from Stephen Evans um, on Twitter alright Steve yeah alright mate um, yeah, he's a good boy. <laughs> he's, he's, put, he's put Tipperick is great going forward uh, and should play if aiming for high tempo game, but not strong enough for slow ruck. Do you think that is that's fair, or is it just that the fact that Australia Man. were run at arms I all mean, day? So I it didn't matter who you were. I had that thrown at me for years, you know, and I've been on the flip side of that as a seven, you know, when all they said, Oh, you all played that seven. Yeah, mate, at the end of the day, if you're running know, ten metres back to a breakdown, it's very difficult. It's yeah. very difficult to, you know, cause havoc there. Whereas if you're going forward onto a ball and you're making dominant hits, it's much easier. So no, I th- no, I, I don't agree with that fact. Tips is as good as anybody in the break. Well, not as good, you know, probably Walton is physically stronger than Pocock, but yeah. mate, he gets plenty of steals and and wins the ball. That wasn't a problem. The problem was Australia was so good in attack, it makes the breakdown area so easy then. I'd, I'd sort of I've got a, a sort of a theory from the outside, and we we touched on it a little bit that Rob Howley had or has an opportunity to change what Wales are doing a little yeah. bit, and I think that what Wales do is they kind of you know going the same way power game momentum through the midfield strong set piece struggled a bit with that since Adam Jones uh, went away, but it's kind of it's it's wasps pattern from yeah. two thousand and two uh, two thousand and four whatever it's not it changed was. it's not it's changed no but I think it. That's all right. Everyone knows what's coming. If you do it well enough, that's all right. But actually, when it gets undone, what's the plan B? And I, I look at it, and I actually think that I think you know, and you will know a lot more about this than me. Nug, but I think Warburton, Warburton, you know, he's very, very powerful around that contact yeah. area. And for me, he's when he's fully fit, he's important, really important for Wales. But I look at Tipperick, and I think the refusal to consistently play him actually sums up the whole thing. Absolutely, it's low. It's low risk. It's low risk, and I think that he's not a luxury player. I think he's better than that. So, I, for me, I, I'm as an English player, I'm always, I always think it's great news when he's not in the team. I admit he is, isn't he? He's, he's, he's probably. Do, a, do I think he's a, he's a more skillful player. Yeah. He's a more skillful player in Wales, which says a lot really about the players that, that we're producing. He is, he is absolute class, and it's you know the age-old argument is can they play them together? I'm not sure if I'm honest because I think mm. he did a few years ago when. They batted England, 33. but that was because of like, like you say, Adam Jones in the front five demolished yeah. the England front five. So, Shanks, I think you could have played open side that. We could, <laughs> we've got not. a question from Hammy here. Um, Wales used to throw the ball around in the backs, but that was uh, that was when Welsh rugby was great. Where's mm. the game gone? Discuss. Is that a Twitter question? It is a Twitter question. Now, I think I think um, if Wales want to play a different style, they need four players playing regularly for them, and that's Liam Williams at yep. fifteen. Um, Scott Williams, Justin Tipperick, and Alan Wynne Jones. Alan Wynne Jones will play them out a lot, but with Alan Wynne, he's mobile, he's got an offloading game, he carries the ball forward. Scott Williams offers something different in attack, mm-hmm. a passing game. He's a bit more lateral than straightforward. Tipperick is, would be the link man, and Liam Williams would just be the crazy bastard at the back. <laughs> he is. <laughs> you summed him up there. That, mate, everybody's talking about New Zealand, how well we did in New Zealand first two tests. It was because of Liam Williams a lot. I know, he was just picking lines from nowhere, hitting, you know, running. Brilliant rugby player, and he's he's a guy, and this sounds really old fashioned, really old school. He's a guy who hasn't come through the academy, yeah. so he's not a meathead like you mm. two who go to the gym, you know, five thirty in the morning just to do bench. He's a rugby player. He's a scaffolder. He is nuts, and but he just just plays what's in front of him, and you know, I think as well, Shanks, you know as well as me, you, you've got to train in a different way as well. Yeah. You know, if you're doing the same thing yeah. in training for the last, you know, eight nine years. Becomes yeah. a little bit monotonous, and once that power game is stopped, you can see them all looking around. It's like, well, what, what, what are we going to do now? I'm like you, you know, I, I'm on the media all the time, 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's on the radio on Thursday. We're having a chat with Jake Ball or Jake Ballsack, as he was once known. <laughs> on the BBC, it was on the website. It was, that's was right. It? Yeah. It was, it, mate, good, it was. No one, no one admits knows. to it. Yeah. Jake Ballsack. So, so Ross yeah. Harris goes red every time. <laughs> um, but um, he, he was saying that, you know, with Matt Sherrick coming in and Rob Halley, they've been working a lot on trying to keep the ball alive, not trying to go to deck, trying to stay on their feet, getting the forwards in, the 10 position off nine, using decoys. And they worked on that all week. <laughs> we didn't see any of it. Oh, we can see that Saturday, can uh, we? Well, they, look, they didn't touch the ball in the no, first and, half in Phoenix. And Australia did their homework right because Wales attack or set piece. Mm. They didn't have any lineouts on their own throw no. in the first half. No, no. at all. And yeah. then when they did have lineouts in the second half, they lost them. Yeah. Know, people are missing that. You know, they blame in the attack and stuff. The set piece wasn't. We know that because we were on the BBC covering well, it. Well, exactly. So, yeah, 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 you yeah, on the BBC? Yeah. Chance yeah. was, he was on the red button. He was on the red button, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Well. No, you got a little red, red button on your cheek there. But, What's happening? Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 I've seen that. What is that? Is that I don't know. Uh, I said, who's your mate? You got a guest pass at the gym <laughs> this morning, is mate. Uh, got a little zip there. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of growth as well. No, yeah, obviously, obviously, obviously joking. Obviously yeah, joking. Obviously. It's stress. It's put it down to stress, and Wales is lost. <laughs> it's Monday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. But it was a, it was a, a bad day. But what, what interests me, Shanko? Yeah. You've got go one. On, you want something? But no. I'm going to butt in. What interests me is we were talking before we started the uh, pod nug um, about the difficulty in being a Welsh coach oh. coaching the Welsh national team. I tell you what, we were saying I, I don't care what Rob Halley gets paid. Hopefully it's a lot because he's lost one game, admittedly badly, and everywhere I look he is getting battered. Mate, we got hammered because we do a scrum five program last night for not just coming out saying sack holy sack the coaches, yeah. you know, which is is the easy thing to say. And mate, it, it, Wales is. I think Shanks will back me up. When you win a game in Wales, it's the greatest place on earth to live as a rugby player because everybody taps you on the back. When you lose, it's the worst place as well, mate, because everybody goes overboard and everyone gets so emotional about it. Nobody thinks about it logically. So, feel for it'll be. You know, if we've been there, Shanks, when you on a Monday, yeah. Sunday, Monday after you've lost, not so oh. much lost, but when you've got stuffed like they did Saturday. I'd say the only thing place. is that possibly when. We didn't have the success the team has had now, so yeah. there's more expectation yeah, on the yeah, team yeah. now to succeed. And you know, and social media just blows everything yeah. up. I mean, we used to high five, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. We lost to New Zealand, Australia by mate, twenty points. Do you remember? We got, <laughs> mate, honestly, in the walkabout in Cardiff, we lost. We lost. Okay, it was one point. We lost to New Zealand. We got we got a standing ovation, and we got introduced into the walkabout so in Cardiff. Imagine you know, this. We lost. <laughs> Can you imagine that? We had to. We stopped the music, and we all. Mate, it was incredible. We come in the back door of. Uh, of uh, Walkabout Bar, and we're all like queuing up to do our normal to go in first. JT's uh, at the front, John Thomas, John Thomas. The doors open, we just push him in. <laughs> <laughs> and then music comes in, it's going boom, boom, boom. Let him hear me say, Wales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd lost as well. This is what it was like back in the day. So it just shows how far they've come, you know, this oh, group. It's outrageous. But it is, uh, it's a crazy, crazy place to live, mate, when it comes to rugby. I remember doing a, um, like a corporate thing with uh, Will Carling at Twickenham. You know, he has his suite, whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. and he gets. He does a legends Q and A, so there's him and like eight, seven or eight legends, and now he and call, you. yeah he, he calls it legends and flats. So people <laughs> legends and flats please come up because it's like there's an unwritten rule that you got to have 30, 40 caps to get in Will's room. Yeah, and um, I just know Will from around kind of thing, and he's like, oh, come yeah. if you want, mate, kind of thing. And, he, and he's like, you were doesn't even pay you, does he? You, you pay him. You, you were, yeah, I pay him subs. So he's like, you were a shit player, but can you please go? But it's really good fun. But I remember being up there with uh, Buck Shelford and all the. There's like England lads saying this, and like I think Neil Back was saying something, and he was telling a great story, and going on about so and so, and then Buck Shelford just said, "Yeah, well, you pricks drew with the All Blacks and did a lap of honour. Embarrassing. Drew 26 all. Hey, is that so, true, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It sums us up. Just it, um, you know? just going. You made a, a good point yesterday um, on Scrum Five about what Drew Mitchell said. 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was in the, you know, it's, all, it's always good, that. you know. The perks of, you know, with the BBC as you know, know Shanks. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're, yeah, always, you're, you're always there, mate. Yeah. Uh, he was watching the BBC, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> but we had Drew in, you know, and um, played with Drew in the bar. But it's great bloke. But it was he, just off air. He said, "Look, when you play Wales, or when we've played Wales in the past over the last four or five years, you say they know that we're going to test you physically, but mentally they, they don't ask you many questions when they've got the ball, and it pretty much sums them up. You know, when you yeah. look at the Australians, if you." Felt for the Welsh boys. If you're trying to defend that Australian attack on Saturday, it would have been like Jesus Christ, what's coming yeah. next? You know. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah that's a very got, good point. We got one more question here just before we uh, end this Wales Australia chat, and it's from a guy called um, Jack Rose, seventy nine, and he said, uh, "Would you rather eat a wheel of cheese or three chickens?" Um, and the cheese is Stilton, and it's boiled chickens. Boiled chickens. Boiled chicken. Not roast. I want to do my chickens on my little um, rotisserie in the back garden there. That's yeah. not an option, eh? Well, who's it made by? Who's what? The rotisserie. The rotisserie. Well, since you ask, it's uh, Sub Zero, the fridge company, but they have a right. partner company called Wolf who make indoor and outdoor cooking That's equipment, sad. and it's yeah. the outdoor grill. It's now yeah. available in the UK. Um, yeah, well done. I, really, I, enough, it, huh? I actually, well, I actually bought it, which is a little bit boring. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, we must get some more sponsored stuff in here. Actually, I'm, I'm actually wearing I'm actually wearing some free socks. They're odd socks, but I got these when I was still a player. So they're, they're five years old, but they're free. Did you have your Eden Park Blaze on last night, or was it? Was no, that, I no, was no, Hugo no. Boss. Actually, oh, yeah, paid for that as well. Hugo Ross. Kids can't eat for the next two weeks, but no, you nice jacket on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. So uh, chickens. I'll have chickens, please. Just. Lean protein, stay lean, um, get massive, yeah? Yeah, perfect. And cheese gives me funny dreams. Now, Nugget, I, I see these tours like, uh, all these teams like the All Blacks and the Aussies and the Box, they're on tour over here and the Bar Bars are on tour. But I wonder, I wonder, are these boys really living it? Are they really doing it? And I know that um, you, of course, were an elite pro. You weren't amateur, mm. old school all those years, but... You know, you must you must look back on certain tours with real fondness. I think they, they enjoy coming to Cardiff, don't they? Just going back to the, yeah. You know, yeah, they love Cardiff. Why you would you? You speak there. You speak there. Drew you know, Mitchell and Matt Gitter they, love Cardiff. They absolutely, yeah. you know, Rev, Revolution, Tiger, Tiger. But they, you speak to any of the boys. They love. They love. They love having their last game in Cardiff, so they can really go. Yeah. You know, I think even when it's the first game, I think the Aussies have still enjoyed themselves this week. But maybe we were, we were super pro. About that 1988 tour you went on. <laughs> <laughs> old, old four skinny and vets. Yeah, I think it was G, GPR's last tour. I think. And, you uh, got the boat. Yeah. You got the boat to Australia. <laughs> it took us three months to get yeah, there. Ruben with Phil Bennett. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, we were super pro when we chanced in our uh, in our uh, international days. So yeah. um, probably one of the best trips you'll ever go on. I bet, and it's in Vogue. They played on Saturday as well. Is uh, the Barbar's trip? You know, mm. Barbarians. It is more or less. A stag week with a test match at the end yeah. of it. It's it, honestly, it is. No, we you know we went up for our first one, um, two thousand seven. Bear in mind, like, we just sit in the back of the bus with Wales and we were the kids. We, we were, we the, were the kids. We do the music, the yeah. lot. Yeah, you're the boys. Barbar's tour. We were like right down the front. Yeah, little You turn up, you know, Jerry Collins, Aidan Rocky, Justin Marshall was bossing it. He was the daddy. He was in Gits was there, Matt Kitto. Yeah, calling each other champ, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, like, like, I don't even think they knew our names. To be no. honest, <laughs> just these two pale ginger kids walking in, you know, yeah. you know, with all these world class players, and uh, it's coming. We walked in Park Lane Hilton, we, which is uh, interesting, an interesting week there. Um, and like training in Hyde Park across yeah. the way and stuff like that. You do yeah. line up practice, but it's 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 great because these 
you find out as well they're exactly the same. Rugby players all over the world are exactly the same, aren't we? There's not much IQ, there's not much intelligence there. We just have a good yeah, beer and a, and a run around. And they were they were good. We, but we bumped into South Africans actually, didn't we? Because we were playing South Africa on the Saturday, right. and we got introduced by Shark Burger. And a big Shark Burger was a, he's a legend of a bloke, isn't he? He's a scary yeah. man to look at, but one of the nicest Lovely guys you'll yeah. ever ever meet. And He's by the bar. I think it was China White's when we were going yeah. large, mate. When we yeah, China yeah, White's yeah, yeah. first what? time in there. That's a bit mate, boxy, lads. Mate, you know, but this was, well, this, it was a place to be about 12 years ago, wasn't yeah. it? And me and Shanks yeah. were loving it. And he basically had us in a headlock uh, drinking Jaeger bombs. And Jaeger bombs had not made it into Wales at that time. No, they? We were like, no one knew what they were. Shanks <laughs> was asking me, what, what are these, mate? Well, nugget, what are these Jaeger bombs? I got no idea. Just drink them, mate. Shark burgers get fighting them for us. I said, to, I said to Nug, no, should we get a couple of Jaeger bombs? He goes, yeah, 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 go on then. What are they? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I had to go to the bar and I said, Do you, is there something called a Jaeger bomb? Yeah. Like, a Jaeger yeah. Master bomb. I, I yeah. can remember we had a fifth somehow. I found a fifty pound note in my pocket and just stood there and you have four Jaeger bombs and you're waiting for change and no change comes back later <laughs> in London in Cardiff you'd have like you know about 48 45 quid, quid back. On like, a Friday night we tried to keep out of it and went to the cinema, didn't we, to watch something. I can't remember what it was. Ah, we did, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But you literally had four days on it, four or five days on like it. Pre-match meal is like yeah. club sandwich and yeah. chips. And you wake up in the morning, <laughs> apple crumble. You, are, you seriously game. question yourself, don't you? On that Saturday morning, you're there and you think, oh, oh my god, god. It's, I go, you know, I go play a test match. You know, yeah. you know, like before a match and stuff, you're, you're thinking about what you're going to do, how you're going to pack your bag, what you need, everything like that. My head was totally gone. I forgot my wash bag, so I get to the stadium. I got like no deodorant for after the game, no aftershave. No fake tan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We was in fake town back then. No, I don't, no, think I, I don't use it anyway, boys. No, so sorry, no, just, no, pig, no pigment adjuster. <laughs> um, I forgot my wash bag, so I didn't have my gum shield. It's the only time I ever forgot. So I had, uh, luckily there was a dentist there at the uh, or a vet. Um, <laughs> 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 he he moulded me one, but that's drunk, the only time. Drunk, the drunk dentist. Is only that what he did? did that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, the only much. time I've ever forgotten something. Uh. Um, it's a sketchy old week. Is oh, we won as well, didn't we? we yeah, beat the you, were, you were man of the match, weren't you? I, did, oh, I didn't want to mention that, but now you brought it up. Yeah, yeah. it was man of the match. And, I, remember, uh, I remember being at the Park Lane Hilton with. Uh, we stayed there with the England squad the night before we played against the Barbars, and it never happened. You always stayed somewhere else with England, but we stayed in the same hotel as the Barbars. It was oh, really bizarre. The same night. Oh. It was ridiculous. So anyway, went down for breakfast on Saturday, match day. England really serious. So it was about seven forty-five, not six thirty or anything. It was seven forty-five, eight o'clock, going down for breakfast. And Jerry Collins is in breakfast in his blue shirt. Mate, he's still drinking at breakfast. I'm thinking, oh, he's not playing. <laughs> right? The late Jerry Collins, legend. Yeah, absolutely. He legend. played in the game and he hit Phil Vickery so hard he knocked him out cold and Pete Angleson. Remember Big Red? Yeah, yeah, from Sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, he knocked them both to Mate, sleep and he was just a machine. Yeah. yeah. But another Barbars one, which is a, another trip, I think must be about three or four years later. So we sat there, you know how serious a team meeting is before you leave the hotel to go yeah, to the stadium. Yeah. So we're all sat there been a big week and um, the Barbar's team manager was there giving us the old you know boys there's been you know some uh, trouble throughout the week and you know, everyone's looking around you know sketchy you know boys have been drinking for a week or yeah. we've done what we're trying demons. to do demons everywhere um, we've just got a PC come in to see it you know a police constable come in to see us so we walked this police woman and it's a stripper <laughs> honestly this is the team meeting before we leave in to go to the game against England it was Tim Visser's birthday Lucky so, the, so the Barbarians management had got Tim Visser uh, a stripper just before we were going to play England 
No, the moral of this story is Tim Vista scores a hat trick in that game <laughs> and, 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 and is man of the match, and that's gone on God's honours too. It was an unbelievable time. I, I people question the Barbars, but I mean, for me, it was one of the best experiences of my life. Just touching on it, they uh, yeah. they obviously drew with South Africa. It's great when, when, it when they when they don't get basically when they don't get spanked when they properly yeah. go go and get pissed but when they front up it, it adds to their validity. There's a team full of great. New Zealand players, yeah. South African players, Australian players. It, what what was the um what was the game? Sorry, just uh, you've been interrupted by. He looks like Lovejoy. That bloke. who was that? That's Carl Kruger. That's Carl Kruger. who's the steward of the car of Cardiff. He looks like Lovejoy. <laughs> <He's> fluid, <laughs> fluid retention and alcohol issues. But, but did, what was that? What team were you playing for? Because you play for loads. When you had to do the. Hacker. Oh mate, you can go, on, go on YouTube and Pacific type Martin it Williams. It was the Pacific hacker. Barbarians, and it was what, my, what my very. What guy did you from? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Lou, <laughs> yeah, Mardi up in the Valley. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, it's um, a bizarre week that was. Jesus, that was um, my, 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 my very last game. <laughs> uh, Shane Williams was there and Nick Easter, right? And we rock up, we're invited over to Hong Kong to play for the Pacific Barbarians against Saris. Yeah. Well, great trip for your Saris boys. Yeah. Playing. But mate, the team was JC was there again, Jerry Collins, Mills Malayna, Rico Gear, mate, just all these like uh, all the two Langy brothers, which oh. is an experience. Food bill. <laughs> so you got yeah. food bill and uh Kung Fu to Ali. I can yeah. mate, and it's incredible. But yeah, we God rest his soul, Sarah Rambini took me under his uh wing and I had to do the Fijian hacker. Have we ever tried to speak for GM? Shane had to do the uh, Samoan one and Nicky started to take uh, front the Tongan one. So, uh, mate, have a look on YouTube. It's, yeah. uh, it's pretty impressive, mate. Pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah. Try to hide at the back, is it? <laughs> Skinny little white man in amongst all. <laughs> Before we crack on to a couple of the viewers' questions, can you just. They're not viewers, viewers or listeners. They're listeners. They're listeners. Yeah. <laughs> You've been working on BBC too keep much. Keep them on TV yeah. all the time. Couple um, of the readers' wives' questions. Yeah, um, I know there's a couple of things, um, a couple of stories that have gone on in your time playing. But explain to us. We're sat here in the Cardiff Blues um, box, looking across at Millennium Stadium. One that springs to mind is 2009 semi-final against Leicester. Oh, we have the kickoff at the end. It's never ever been done before. Oh, yeah. It's you said never you been it done again. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, you end up missing a kick, yeah. um, which costs us quite a bit of money yeah that's um, 35 grand down the drain that's what Nick used to say forget the glory of the lifting the European trophy for um, you it's all about the money mate yeah it? but what happened there mate oh, I missed the kick like you said mate didn't I it was uh, yeah you kicked yours as well didn't you which makes it even more embarrassing did you pal. nailed it mate a player with, with no but, footballing ability whatsoever oh, and just did you have, did you have trials at Liverpool strength. did you have trials at Liverpool is that right <laughs> no I should have but I never quite got that far with Liverpool but I was you told me mate, that I was for a goal kicker. 15 I was, years in, in Pontypri youth I was a goal kicker yeah I was a recognised goal kicker and first Sh- choice goal kicker you missed yours mate, and Shanks so, so what happened was we had we had five frontline kickers kicking and after it after those five are gone, it's embarrassing if you're not if you're back and you're not in those front five kickers. Aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. Tom James missed yeah. a kick, um, the last kick, and he he used to do practice with Neil Jenkins, so we blame him basically. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but then it went through the team, so you had to put yourself forward. So I put myself forward for sixth, nailed it straight through the middle, easy. It was a good kick actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. I believe you got it because you're in shock, aren't you? You think, oh, this is going miles away. Like, but oh, when you get yeah. down there, there was like there was sand because Kerry Sweeney kicked off sand. There was like a rugby league kicking tee. There was a yellow one. There was a blue one. There was a, a green one, a red. There was too many options. Yeah. Um, and Richie Reeks went after me then. Yeah, and he just 
You had, you had to put your hand up, basically, yeah, well, didn't you? You know, because if you remember, Dai Young and the coaches were nowhere to be seen. They'd gone. They'd gone back in the stand for some reason. I was, uh, yeah, I was captain. So we'd gone through five initial ones, and then you know, short straw him and Richie. And I'm looking around there, thinking, right, all the backs have gone here. And in fairness, right, they were Gethin Jenkins said, oh, "I'll take one." Yeah. yeah. Andy Powell said he'd take one, <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, right, I can't let a loose head prop go up in front of me. I can't let Pauli go up. I'm thinking the most alpha male in our team and the most uber confident guy in our team is Avi Rush. Yeah. Mate, I'm looking on for Rushy and mate, I, I swear to God, I think he was in row L or M <laughs> with his car with his Cardiff flag waving. Come on, he was nowhere to be seen, Rushy. And he's the guy. The he was the guy who in training would be, you know, yeah, yeah mate, I could have played ten and all that. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. think, right, I've got to go up next year. So as I took my first two steps, and let, I, mate, I still wake up in the middle of the night. Mate. I had a voice from behind me, and it was Shanks. Use the red tea. <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, when you don't want to use something, but it's yeah. stuck in my head, though. And there was this red kicking tea, which I never, it, you know, it's like as a Ford, you use those cones, which, yeah. you know, it's difficult because we're on radio to, to imagine this. But so, but I did, I, just, I picked the red tea. I never, I never kicked off a kick, proper kicking tea in my life, but for, that was the one. Moment I chose to do it, and mate, and it was a horrible. He was too embarrassed kick. to dig like a, a little kick into your. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the Phil Bennett little with the heel yeah. like, digging? Like, I couldn't do that. So. Uh, so anyway. Yeah, we, mate, it was great. Yeah, we lose. That one. We lose, and his head's down, obviously, because mm. he's lost it for the whole team. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I give him about ten minutes, and then uh, we're in the change rooms, yeah. a bit quiet, and go, everybody. Come on, give uh, give Stuart Pearce a round of applause. <laughs> Chris Waddle, they all came out and they pizza had that. Here is Gas, I think. Oh, that was a dark time. That was a dark night in my yeah, life. Yeah, but if you can laugh and joke about yeah, it. Yeah, but that's, yeah, um, that's when yeah. Jordan Craig got it. Terry that, and did oh, the whole shush did, thing. Did the, yeah, yeah, yeah there was seriously. a reason why he did it. There was a reason why he did it. It wasn't. He wasn't. It was something to do with. It was there was a reason. Oh, I, can, I, I, can, I, oh, I can I can I don't know Jordan Crane very well, but what I I know I know a few guys that do know him very well, and every single one of them says that he's a great guy and he's not the sort of guy to do that to uh, antagonize. No, there, there was a reason behind people. it. It's it to do with a family member. Or was something. it or something yeah. like that? Yeah, he's right, fine. I would have done exactly the same thing if I'd won it. You'd probably <laughs> done something, wouldn't you? But I tell you what, yeah. mate. You know, Leicester guys get a lot of grief, but they were like Lewis, Moody, Jordy Murphy, Corey. They were oh, all uh, cocker. They were you know, they were good, mate. They came straight company. over. They were, but they came over yeah. and were like class about just, the whole thing. Part of me just wishes. Well, all of me wishes you'd got it um, because I would have loved to have seen it go through the team. Foul Felice. <laughs> Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, oh, yeah. you know Daniel. Gareth Williams, oh. all having a, all having a shot at goal because it was until someone misses. Mate, so I, mate, Gareth Williams, as in hooker, Gareth Williams, yeah, Gareth Williams. I played against him at under 18s, and he was. I mean, there are loads of good players in that yeah. team. He was a different level. Oh, mate, he's, mate, he, you say Gareth Williams in Wales, who? But he was, mate, he was, he was brilliant. brilliant, hard yeah. as nails, pal. And he, he, as well, quick. he didn't, he didn't grow much. Genuinely, didn't grow much no. since from eighteen. But he was. Was I mean, he that played, good? Was he in uh, he school was level? He was a different level. And then played against him at senior level quite a few times against Cardiff. And every time I played against him, I thought this guy is brilliant. Yeah, he, yeah. absolutely brilliant. His, his biggest player. strength, I think, was uh, Mrs. Mops, Billy Bob. Commander says, <laughs> he used to run. says down. Commander says one five zero. He used to like. Yeah, he used to run that, didn't he, on a team social? <laughs> <laughs> he makes amazing. dresses now, doesn't he? A dressmaker or something? Or he's got. Ah, uh, he's got. He made. He's got all his fingers in all sorts. Just, of food. just, yeah. just carrying on the, the drinking game stuff, right? You know, so he would do that. We'd have a golf ball going around, which is quite civilized. So we'd have a golf ball. If you're holding your pint and someone drops a golf ball in it, Chop it. you're necking it. Yeah, it's down left-handed. Like the spoon well. of doom, golf ball, whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah. Now that was at Cardiff Blues. When you go to the Gwent Dragons, 
it's a little bit different. They they use the same format as a golf ball, um, but they go to a pet shop and buy dead mice. What? You're joking, honestly. No. Yeah. What? Well, in, in, no, no, even in, in the Paul era. Well, <laughs> why, why, why can you buy dead mice? When, when Reese Thomas pest. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, the, the, the tight head prop. Yeah. Oh, stinky. Stinky, yeah. Stinky, stinky, yeah. So he used to go to a pet shop, buy dead mice. Hang on. Buy a mice and ki- buy a mouse and kill it? That's oh. No, it'd be dead already. How do you buy snakes. a dead mice? Ah, because they feed food, snakes. Right? Okay. Yeah, oh, see. right. You see, learned something this morning. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Um, and they'd drop it in a pint, so you'd have to bolt it. Oh, my mouse would go in your mouth. You pull it out, then you're in charge of the mouse. So. Yeah. Right, that it's is sick. Simple. We thought we were simple. That is sick, Just mate. drink bottled drink bottled beer. Drink yeah. bottled beer. Exactly. Ooh. So, David Luke Flatman, you said you were going to talk about the Anglo Welsh fixtures on the weekend because Austin Nugget and I were covering BBC. Uh, <laughs> big boy, big boy shit. You were. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you were doing the uh, the Anglo Welsh, the LV. I was tooling about with um, Goody, actually, Andy Good at, yeah. at the stoop. Twickenham Stoop for Quinns against Exeter in the Anglo-Welsh and um, it was a right bonus because I said you know ITV the, the, it's, you know there's not very high budget you don't get catering so I said look I'll go over you don't <laughs> it's a big part for you is it it is yeah so yeah. I said look lads I'm going to shout this so I got the whole crew went over and said pork baps and sausage baps for all five all crew and I said it's on me lads you know because I'm a generous guy it just so happened that my mate, you know, Ollie Cohn, who owns Jolly Hog and whatever, yeah. he wasn't. The Welshman Ollie Cohn. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Welsh Ollie Cohn, refining Wales. Born in Bristol, refining Wales. His brother was there, but he walked over, and as I was getting my money out to pay for these five uh, baps, he said, Hey, Fats doesn't pay you. He's a mate. Perfect. Money straight back oh. in the pocket. Ordered three extras. Oh. So, anyway. So, um, and and he looked good then as well, because you yeah. offered. Yeah, I yeah. said, Guys, I'm willing to pay. Yeah, but I went back to the crew, and they, as far as they know, I paid. Um, but yeah, I was there, and let's just be quick on the Anglo Welsh because we've, you know, we don't want this to take a long time. I'm just going to give you my two favourite young players from the Anglo Welsh, and it's from the same match, the first match, which was Bath against Leicester. Harry Thacker, we know a lot about him from last season. He is an incredible ball carrier, rugby player. Doesn't play a lot at Leicester, and I don't know why. Um, yeah. Tom Youngs, I understand, plays because he's he's boss man, British Lion. And he's brilliant. McGuigan, his second choice hooker at Leicester, I also think is a very, very good, classy player. But Harry Thacker offers something that I think I think I'm confident in saying no other hooker in the country offers what he can offer on the ball. So I'm surprised he hasn't played. But he was brilliant, but just as good as him was Zach Mercer, young, um, young number eight for Bath, who only got his shot a couple of weeks ago because there are injuries at Bath and Fallatow and among yes. others injured. He is outstanding. You watch out for him because he is going to be. I really think he's going to be a big name. Bloody well, mate. I will. You, you watch out for him. Yeah. I've told you. So we've got some questions. Um, you got one, Tommy? I have got one. It's from um, David Woodward. Um, sounds Welsh. Um, he said, if there's one spot left on Gareth Brock's stag, who would get the nod? David Flatman or Tom Shanklin? Um, hashtag Kingston Curry Club. I think, I, I think basically these guys are big listeners. There's a stag do go in. There's one space spare out of me and you who well, go. Well, I think and Kingston Curry Club sounds like a joke club. <laughs> like they've invented a club just so they can basically. I don't want to be too much of a misogynist or too predictable, but they say so can. These are men we're talking about. So yeah, they can tell well, their wives they're part of the club. They're actually going for a curry <laughs> with the lads. I'm I've at, got I've got one as well. I've got a steak club. I call it networking. It's just going out for dinner. Yeah. I, I'd probably say me. Um, I'm less aggressive. Um, I've got a good alcohol tolerance. I like to sing, dance, strip, um, and basically 
pretty good guy. But I'm I will go out and have a good crack and get amongst it, and I'll wake up in the morning and still be a good crack. You are awful until about <laughs> eight, eight o'clock the next evening. All right, so no, if terrible. You, if you were if you gone on a trip, it would be your first person on. Um, a trip on or your stack. List. A if, trip if, or if, stack. If I wanted sensible, you know, intelligent conversations and uh, flats, definitely. Okay. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. No, 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 not us now, not us. Oh, no, no, you two, no, sorry. No. Anyway, I've won that, I've won that. Yeah, yeah. no, but it's stag, definitely. You we'll cut that out, we'll yeah. cut that out. Yeah. You want to hear that. Um, yeah, if you've gone on a stag or a trip, who would be the first person, anybody, that you would you would want on your Well, ideally trip? not just like a neighbour that we don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he obviously has to be well known, yeah? yeah. Not Ooh. really, not really. Gary from number 10. Yeah. Just give us a reason why. Uh, oh, mate, Polly. Yeah. Andy Polly, wouldn't okay. it? It'd have to be Polly. Yeah. You know, because if it's a stag, if you know, it's never a dull moment, so... Andy Powell, I know he's suffering a little bit of the maneuver depression, but um, you know, we, I, I definitely, I'm sure he'll get out of that, and we love Paulie. See, I said my, my brother, um, it sounds a bit boring, but he will literally go to the bar every single round. He'll for keep, you, will he? Yeah, for everyone. He'll keep the kitty. You'll, Does he? If you, oh, if you go to a bar, yeah, it's five yeah, deep. If it's so five useful. deep, he'll, he'll, he'll love it, and he'll come back with shots as well as beers. Oh, so do. essential because you need I you always do. need someone like that. Yeah, you always need a little a, a worker yeah. on your trip. You take your brother, I'd take your sister. No, no, no. I'd, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, mate, don't start. He's around my he's around my mum's house. Cheers, cheers. I had to put she had all the good looking jeans. I had to put the baby gate on the stairs so he wouldn't go up. It's terrible. But I did I did once um um, say hello to his sister. He tried. Um, he tried to date my sister. No way. Yeah, and I found that. Yeah, and he, he did. He did it. Oh, he did it. Can you? Can you? Mate, that would be. Joe, you know what? Like, yeah. there's, a there's only oh, so many times like someone can text, and then you, if you eventually give in, <laughs> say yeah, go on then, let's go out. 
But I, yeah, oh. I, you know, I was I was a good bloke because obviously Shanks has got very very attractive sisters, and obviously because I'm a boy, I fancied them. I would never do anything to Shanks' sisters, and they wouldn't anyway, Mate, of no course, because I because I looked like um, Rabsy Nesbit. <laughs> but you know, Shanks just bypassed all of that and tried to just do his best to be my sister. <laughs> uh, luckily, I found out and put the elbow in. Oh, toss it. It was, um, a, it was a business meeting. Networking. <laughs> 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 there was no meeting. Enough, right? oh, okay. um, yeah, I think. Um, yeah. I, your brother Pinocchio um, I, I don't know Andy Powell but I want him to come on, you I want to go on tour with him I can't believe you don't know him you've got to get an old pony uh, Tim Payne's a great tourist yeah Peeny <laughs> Peeny was a loves Cardiff touring. for this yeah. he loves touring absolutely loves touring um, but I'd take Danny Grucott mm. again really organised really disciplined take care of the kitty loves queuing for things um, really good at um, attracting you know, attention and getting conversations going with men, women, anything you want. But actually, what's really handy was always really handy, and we were all young and single. Was that he looked amazing and drew everyone in, but he's so boring that <laughs> you end up looking like the best bloke in the world, standing next to cardboard cutout Grucott. And if it kicks off, he's if great. It, in the I fight. was going to say that if it kicks off, Grucott's there, isn't he's he? The, he's the hardest yeah. man in any room he's ever been in. He could beat Chuck Norris in a fight. Here we go. We've got a question here from Michael Watmore, and he said, "Would you rather do the Planet Earth Two Snake Run?" Or pick the new Bristol DOR. <laughs> so, so for, those who, for those who don't know what he's on about, there was Planet Earth 2 was on last night on BBC One. It was incredible. And they show, there was on the Galapagos Islands, and there was an iguana, um, a marine iguana. They were born in the sand. They have to make it to the rocks where the rest of the family are. But on the way to the rocks, they have to run across a beach which is full of racing snakes. It was great TV, wasn't it? And oh these racing God. snakes would, would be coming out of all the cracks and surfaces. It's, it's a bit like what, when you're international day when you're making your way to Walkabout Bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as, a, as a former player. Uh, if, you, if, you, if you're if you listening to this and you haven't watched Planet Earth 2 of from Monday uh, night, from Sunday night, go on, catch up and watch it. How good was that? No? It was incredible. And it was, um, you know, the penguins bit crack me up as well do you see the penguins yeah. bit where you've got all these hundreds of thousands of penguins yeah. and the guy can hear his missus just screaming <laughs> at them that the kids want food it's yeah. incredible we can pick it up there's all this noise going on Yeah, brilliant brilliant show it was, oh, it was amazing it was. Um, so, so I, what would you rather I'd rather be a marine iguana oh, than absolutely, DOR absolutely. Do you don't want to be DOR <laughs> pistol, mate. Mate, you got, you've got a stronger chance of survival if you're a marine iguana <laughs> he's, just, he's just been sacked now Andy Robinson yeah you know yeah. this morning so, yes uh, you never want to see that do you but you know, not no. hardly a surprise you don't, don't want to see that and um, it's strange how he's suspend why, why didn't they just do it straight well, up I think, I think it's suspend. because I think it's because they can't say he's been uh, sacked or released reasons. until well no until um, this is a guess yeah. but until I'm speculating until they've agreed the money now he got uh, put on a three year contract no doubt loads of money yeah, good on Bitcoin. him um, and that's fine but he probably said well I will go um, but you can yeah. say you've sacked me but you've got to give me every penny I'm owed for the next couple of years yeah. and they will have tried to negotiate that will be the staller yeah um, and you know it's, that's it's business that's, that's yeah. how it goes that, if you're going to court you expect that I've got another one here from Jim Roberts this is for, for you Nug would you encourage youngsters like Giles Watkins um, to, to play in New Zealand France or England to improve or stay in Wales and hope and Keedy as well ah oh, sorry Keelan Giles and all the young yeah, kids yeah, yeah. um I think stay stay in uh, in Wales as long as you can initially, um, but then I, I think a biggest regret I ever did not playing in France or not going elsewhere and playing. I, I, I actually got not just the money, <laughs> the, the experience and uh, learn French. Do, do you think there should so be a, a law, a ruling like like Australia have, where you do your hard work here, so you yeah. get your forty caps here, 
after that you're allowed then to go. you can, then you can get picked yeah because what's a flight mate from france over to here you know it's not yeah. you know it's not as if you're traveling the other side of the world and i think you know once you've you've earned your hard yard your, you've given like yeah i don't know, like you say it's 50 caps maybe then i think it'd become better players as well most of the players i know and played with steve jones steve went, jones alfie, William, alfie quite a fit but even the other boys now coming back john fox i think he'll be better for claremont didn't quite work out for him but uh, yeah, it, but as well, we need the regions to be stronger. So, mate, it's like boring scrum five again. You know, you're going round and round in circles about what's best for Welsh rugby. But I, 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 I think they need to be playing. Though that's the key. There's no point sitting on the bench. To make it to make it more specific, if you are Ross Moriarty and you are a key player at Gloucester, now Gloucester yeah. aren't on great form, but they've started recruiting. I think they're going to go quite hard. They've signed Carl Ferns, it said in the rugby paper. Yeah. He's a great signing, I think. Um, they're going to go quite hard. If you're Moriarty, do you come back to Wales with an in, with a view to, I don't know what the pay would be like, who knows, probably similar, but with a view to being more likely to get selected for Wales? Mm. Or do you stay where you get more exposure? And I would argue, and you can argue this by all means, play a higher level of rugby week in week after week in the Premiership. I think someone like Ross Moriarty was, all, was already there. I'd say it's, I, I, he'd be I, there for a while. I yeah, I, I'd want him to come back. You know, I'd love to see him playing in a Welsh region, but the fact that they brought him through and he's 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 gone there, stay there. Like I yeah. say, at the moment he's got more chance of it's a high, it is a high level. If either is a higher level, and it's it's only going to get get that way. There's more money there. Um, so yeah, I, I think if I was Ross Moriarty, he's going to get picked. Look, at the end of the day, if you're a Welsh coach, you're going to pick your best players. Yeah. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter where you're playing. So. And we saw that Saturday. He, he was our best player again. So I, I, I tell him to stay. We got a question from Bart Crisp here. Which is your favourite historical rugby shock? Chance, um, can you just tell? We, by the way, guys, we got a producer called Michelle who we mention a lot. She's not here with us today, but yes. she every time we do a podcast, she just WhatsApps us a list of bollockings. And one of the weekly, <laughs> one of the weekly bollockings is us not saying how the messages were delivered so was it an email was it oh, twitter, twitter. You, you could have just said that mate and, uh, <laughs> i know I, I, <laughs> so, people want to think i'm a nose but Brett, it's her Brett crisp um from twitter at twitter um he's asked which is your favorite historical rugby shock so could it be japan south africa could it be Ensei beating would it be Worcester, you know what? Worcester, no, I, I think Dragons? i think saturday was probably my favorite island i really? beat new zealand mm. yeah you know I, yeah Japan, South Africa was was great. Don't get me wrong, but I just thought for the occasion, for what's happened with Foley and stuff recently, I just think it was Ireland beating New Zealand. Mine was probably Romania beating Wales when Jiffy was captain. No, he went, he went north after that, didn't he? Yeah, he went after yeah. that. I was like, see ya. I'm not playing here again. But they were good. The Romanians were playing. Oh, they, they, they had a ten. They had a <laughs> they ten with good. the scrum at on. They used to call him the magician. <laughs> Yeah. Blacks, anything for you stands out? Uh, my favourite was until Saturday, Japan against South Africa, just because I was kind of um, in a very loose sense involved with the World Cup and I was kind of in this corporate suite at Twickenham for a different game, at the France game, I think. And the whole room, we did this QA and we had, I think we had like, Andrew Mertens, we had Thomas Castagnier, and we had legends in there. Yeah. And I, about two questions in, Japan were 10 minutes in the end, and I just said, look, everyone, should we just can this corporate, this talk and QA and just turn the tellies up? Everyone said yes. And we all just stood there. I stood there with, you know, Mertens and those guys, just having a couple of bottles of beer, watching this game. Yeah. And the room went absolutely yeah, crazy. It was just beautiful. And then 
With the, the Foley thing for me elevates the Ireland victory beyond that. I think it was that was pretty special. But Tim, this is classic Shane Williams, okay? Shane, Shane Williams, you know, he's a legend and deserves all he gets. But this is how I remember speaking to him. He said, yeah, "I'm working for ITV. I'm going to be commentating or doing all the Welsh games." But I have got to do the I got to do Japan, South Africa. He said, "You know, he's commented on one of the greatest games in history." As typical of Shane's luck, like, yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah, you get all yeah. the crappy little games, and he's gone up there. And it, it was an amazing day, and it was good as so well. Brighton, wasn't it? Yeah. It was Brighton, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. But it was. Uh, Nigel Owens might have ref that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's probably wrong, oh. isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he's there, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I saw myself out. Yeah. Fine, don't have to put me up. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, Where are you going to stay? Back yourself. <laughs> Back yourself. Back yourself. <laughs> uh, Late rooms. Um, uh. Right, we got a we got a question on email from um, Sean Doherty, and he wants to know, flats, what does Matt Banahan need to do to earn an England record? Because I'm a little bit wary. This is play better. Play better. No, <laughs> um, I get bigger. Faster, but yeah, stronger. Banahan. Banahan's a really interesting one because he's been Bath's best player for all last season um, yeah. and so far this season uh, there's this sort of jokey um, photo that goes around sort of ex-Bath people and current Bath people on email and WhatsApp at the moment and it's a Bath rugby squad photo and every single body just had it, Matt Banahan's face superimposed on it so it's just he's the whole team uh, that's not quite fair but I, he's he's been very very good for Bath his best position I I still think as a, an ex-prop is on the wing Um but I quite he, like him at twelve. But yeah, but at twelve he looks great um, mm. at the moment, and I, he's done a lot, played a lot of thirteen. I just think he looks better at twelve. How um, old is? I'm assuming you call him Banners. Is Banners. It Banners, yeah. How old is yeah. Banners? I met uh, him once. Nice guy. He's a lovely bloke. Yeah. Uh, Twenty eight. Oh, so he's got plenty of. Uh, yeah. I think it's interesting. I think it, it, a lot. A lot of it is to do with um, the guys with whom he is competing. I mean, it's mm. difficult because it's easy. It's like you say, Elliot Daly's a, just an amazing rugby player. He's got to play for England. Watch Jonathan Joseph play. Yeah. You can't pick anyone ahead of him. No, you can't. And you watch Farrell at the moment, and Farrell, everyone says he's robotic. The last couple of oh, years, since George Ford started getting picked, Farrell's game has got better and better. I like Farrell. He's, I think he's class, mate. I, I, think, I, think, I think Banham would probably get the nod over Burrell if, that, if that's the, uh, the avenue they want down. Ahead of you Burrell know, and Barrett. I'd, I'd, I'd rather have Banhan at I 12 agree with you. if, if I that agree is. With you. you know far more than me, but would he have the out and out gas at international level for a winger? Uh, this is the thing. He didn't have my gas. He didn't have you know, no, not no, many no, did, no, did they? No. Joe How Rock? good was I at yeah, stopping mate, quick well, throw-ins? Well, Joe Rock the Coco, mate. Did Joe Rock Coco never never went outside chunks once? Ever. No. Just five yeah, times. Just, just four times inside him. It's <laughs> four times. You can't go around someone they're on the touchline, mate. <laughs> <laughs> never happened, mate. Always mate, said that. That was his biggest, you know, claim to fame that he marked Joe Rock the Coco and he didn't go outside him once. So you just you just sprint it, straight to the touchline, yeah, so duck inside and blame everyone else. I sprint to the touchline, wave my hand, stop the quick throw yeah. in. Yeah. Done. Alfie, come on! Come on. We got uh, a but the same the same point on Banahan is you watch Henry Slade play every week and it's just like I just I want Henry Slade to have fifty England caps in fifty one test time he's that good but yeah. who'd you pick him over it's so difficult mate it's just scary you got so many options in England footballers yeah, yeah. you know you you tell me a, a footballer Slade uh, yeah but good uh, good Sam Hill Sam not Hill. good rugby players as well that's one club yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, right Trent Eagle has emailed us is that his real name or, yeah. well. Mm. Trent he has a cool name Trent Eagle Trent Eagle he's currently noticing the leanness of pro props mm. and um, what's your stance on props in Great Nick and <laughs> props like Effie and Lewis Roberts who <laughs> might, might still 
carrier a little bit of extra bulk but still able to mix it. Shanks, you know what happens, mate? When you see someone in better nick than you, they're on steroids. Yeah. They're all they're all on steroids now. Um, I think you've got some incredible physical specimens knocking about. Keen Healy's quite quite a Keen Healy's a great nick, great nick. Max Laheef, uh, Bath, uh, Lucid Pro Bath Prop plays yeah, both he's, sides. He's actually mentioned him just, and Brian Mujati. Just well. have a look, just have a look at Max Laheef's Instagram. I mean Mate, ridiculous. But he could not lift a chair up with one hand like Andy Powell could, Max no. Laheef. Exactly. He's in a bar in Cardiff, so it just says me. There you oh, go. Oh that's a fact, is it? That's a fact, mate. We were there, exactly. um a couple of bar boys were in Cardiff. Um, Andy Powell's got this, this trick where you pick up a, a chair Very hard. with one arm, which yeah. is incredibly hard. It's so you, lat- get, you get it's what? A, it's a latimus, yeah. dorsimus, Ma- fleximus. Max Laheef, yeah. Pauli up, Max Laheef, no. So you, gra- you grab the chair at the base of one can leg you do by one hand. No, I can't do it. No. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, Try it at all. So I, I think that my stance on it is um, not particularly interesting. I think if you're good enough, you're lean enough. Now you look at someone like Effie and Lewis Roberts and you think, well, he still he can still mix it or more relevantly sort of Xavier Chocky plays for too long plays for France now he's fat right he's definitely fat not allowed to mention the F word no P H A T like he's a, yeah. he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good yeah. rapper he's ill so uh, he's proper naughty so uh, he he's he's carrying a lot of timber but you say well surely he'd be a better player if he got ten or fifteen kilos of fat off and you'd imagine yes but actually a big part of his game is static strength and momentum now you reduce the weight you reduce the momentum so. A lot of players. Science. It, it's about it's about being your as close as you can to your natural weight while being big and powerful enough to play rugby. And someone like a Max Laheef or a Brian Mujati, you know, I, I could I could train like Arnold Schwarzenegger for ten years and not look like that because I just naturally carry more fat than them. Yeah. Um. Only only about one percent more. But for me, I just I I as playing against props, I never I played against guys who were big fatties and guys who were. Who looked a million dollars? Yeah, and I never worried. I never worried about what a bloke looked like. And if someone looked big, fat, and slow, didn't mean they were big, fat, and slow. I played against Ollie Larue for the Springboks, and he was one yeah, of the most mobile, shit, capable was, rugby players I ever played against. And just a classic—is it endomorph? Or just I don't know. Whatever the word is. So for me, I like—I like to look at it aspirationally. I like to tell my wife that these guys are all on drugs. The truth is they're <laughs> genetic freaks. They train incredibly hard. They watch what they eat, but it doesn't make them any better. I used to look at players' boots, um, opposition boots, and think if they had a rubbish pair of boots, I'd think, oh, do him. Crap. Honestly. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, especially if you're marking a centre with ankle boots on. But surely like a prop, um, my opinion, being a back, a prop, yeah. if, no matter what they look like, if they can scrummage, brilliant. Anything else, if they're it's good around the park, is a plus. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, you're dead right. It's primary roles, isn't it? And um, you know, I on your crap boots thing. I remember running out. I was playing tight end for Bath and uh, running out with Dave Barnes at Lucid. And as we were like running out, I didn't realise we'd been wearing, even wearing tracksuit bottoms to warm up because it was snowing. I think we ran out, and he had like rubbish but he had baggy lycras like baggy cycling shorts on because his legs weren't that big but they were quite he's still an 18 stone yeah. bloke so he's still but he had he ran out with baggy lycras I said Barnsley Barna pull those lycras up mate nah mate nah mate it's freezing cold nah mate I said mate you look embarrassing if it was under 10s they would bully you for that yeah, yeah. baggy lycras at prem level sort yourself out mate so David we've actually got a giveaway we have this week yeah. haven't we yeah, tell us about it. If you're really professional, you mentioned this at the beginning of the pod. Um, we're not, so we didn't. Uh, our friends, you might have seen uh, Shanko and I doing. You might not have seen it, but you should see it. 
I've seen his class. Seen it, Nug? No? Yeah, I've seen Comedy gold. Doing, doing a couple of little videos for GWR. Um, trains and all that are our favourite way of getting to London, Shanks. GWR.com. Yeah, dot com. Anyway, they're, they're kind of... I've had a couple of mates there for a few years and they just said, you fancy doing a couple of videos around the internationals. They don't Shanks. like you. They don't like you. They, they like me a lot. Okay. They like me a lot. Um, so we, we did a bit there and they have been kind enough. The great people. Check out those videos if you, if you want, if you've got literally nothing else to do. But they're lovely people and they've given us two pairs of tickets, which is four tickets, two times two, to Wales v Argentina here in Cardiff at the Principality this weekend. Yes. So we are, Shanko and I are going to give away two pairs of tickets and we're going to, I'm looking at Shanks now and we're going to make up a competition because we don't know what it is yet. What are we going to yes, do? Yes, well... Your idea was to send us pictures of your your girlfriends or whatever, but I said or no boyfriends, or boyfriends. I said, I said, I said no to that. Or boyfriends. Um, I said we want we want you to tweet us at Flats and Shanks um, your favourite nickname and the reasons why, and we'll pick a winner and we'll two pick winners. two winners, and you both will get free two free tickets to Wales v Argentina this weekend. So make sure you're available before you tweet us. Wounded dragons. They'll also. Um, we haven't been told this, but once you say it on a microphone, it becomes fact. Mm. They will also give you your cover your train fare and get you to Cardiff and back if you need it. They will they from will. wherever you are on earth, um, as long as you're within three stops of Cardiff. So, no, you'll be fine. You'll get yeah. you there. GWR, lovely, lovely people. And um, if you think that uh, it's a cynical world, it's 2016. You're all imagining us getting lots of big checks for these um, saying things about GWR. They're not sponsoring this podcast. We are not getting any pounds in sterling. They're just lovely people, and it's nice to give you some free tickets to what should be a good game. But we are open for sponsorship. God, yeah. Listening. Yeah. Um, but, Martin, anyway, um, thank you for coming in. To it's the been a pleasure, mate. Absolute pleasure. We ask Very every guest on the show um, this question about their favourite book. Right. Um, have you got one in mind? Um, it's not an e-book. It's a uh, I know I'm, I'm incredibly boring. And read a, I, read know, a book yeah, a day, do you? A, no, I'm not, I'm not like that. But is a, 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 a I couldn't think. I was going to say an artist then, but they're actually called authors. Aren't <laughs> they, they are these, these days. Right these days yeah. So there's an author called Con Eagleden. Yes. Have you read any of his books? No. Ah, oh, mate, it's historical fiction. He is fantastic. Brilliant, isn't it? He is, and he, he's his um, series of Emperor, which is on Julius Caesar. You've got the Conqueror on Genghis Khan, yes. and you've got um, his latest series, War of the Roses, which was fantastic. What's that about, mate? Mate, that is about. I'm trying to try and think of the king now. <laughs> He's, um, um, king Henry. Julian. King Henry. Okay. King and Henry. the War of the Roses between Lancashire and Yorkshire. I'm sure okay, that's yeah, yeah. would have done. You know, we didn't do that in Welshia Street no, School, but no. yeah, it's. But he we is. Did <laughs> Fantastic, Mr. Fox. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the magic no, figure. One fat, one skinny, one lean. So, um, Con Eagledon. Yeah, uh, yeah, really good reads. I think it's four, three series nice. of four books each, mate. Well, by the next time I see you, I will. My my commitment is to our podcast guest. I will have read the first. Are you read, Are you reading that book I told you about, Soldier Spy? You told me about it. Last I saw week. you about that. Tom Mark, yeah, is brilliant. Yeah. It's yeah. about an ex MI five operative, and it's all about some of the the um, cases he went on. Um, um, right. I'm, I'm just it's close to finishing it. I'm almost through it. It's yeah. very, very good. Oh, very, very good. good. Um, Nugget, we've loved having you. Cheers, boy. Love being here. And ta-da, everyone. Hope you enjoyed it. Ta-da. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.